0: Professor Hala Drekart was honoured once more recently by being elected to the Australian Academy of Science. Congratulations, it's a wonderful thing to have achieved.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much.
0: Now, where did your family come from?
1: I was born in Amman, the capital of Jordan. Two months later, my father's business took the family to Bethlehem. I went to the University of Jordan sponsored by a fellowship from the Royal Court. Because my father was a retired army officer, so there are scholarships for daughters or sons of these uh, retired officers if you achieve enough grades to be able to get these scholarships. And I got one and that led me to study medical science at the University of Jordan.
0: So when did engineering come in?
1: Yeah, (laughs) good question. Engineering came in when I migrated to Australia and I did my PhD at the Faculty of Medicine in the University of New South Wales. My PhD was in an area that looked at the tissue and cell responses to biomaterials. So I was with a pathologist who had collaborated with physicists again at the University of New South Wales and my PhD was looking at how do modified implants you know metal implants that ultimately goes into the body if you modify them how this modification then react with the biological system i was quite lucky a year after i finished my phd i was successful in obtaining my first nhmrc project grant i believe this was the first ever nhmrc grant in the biomaterials field so that was wonderful and then three years later I got my first ARCDP discovery project my research vision was to establish a lab that has chemical engineers, material scientists, biologists, medical doctors in order for us to really develop the next generation of implants that will work better in the body
0: so do you do something to the implants or do you something to the body when they're in
1: do something to the implants, such that they are more acceptable in the body. My PhD was on metals, where the metals were bombarded with ions that are important in bone formation. You know, a titanium was never designed to be in the body. So how can you modify the surface so that it makes it more acceptable in the body? We do need the mechanical strength of the titanium because we have load in our skeleton. And we don't want the material once put in a place in the body to just disintegrate and crumble. So the vision I had is can we develop a material, there have been research in developing bioceramics and ceramics going into the other spectrum and see if we can develop these materials for regenerating bone. The vision I had is we want a material that can achieve the bioactivity needed to encourage the body to make more bone, but also can withstand the loads applied to it so it does not crumble. And that's where we set out to do once I moved to the University of Sydney because I was approached to move to engineering at the University of Sydney. That's how I became in the Faculty of Engineering.
0: I just thought that the body was tolerant to the nth degree of all these bits of metal put in, but it's, it's rather amazing that you have to do things. Is everybody using your technique at the moment?
1: No, no, no. It's, uh, hopefully it will go to the clinic very, very, very soon. It is with an Australian orthopedic company and it's progressing very well. I cannot say any more until the company announces on the ASX.
0: What you can say more about, however, is the struggle that women are having with engineering in this country. What's the problem?
1: The problem, I think, it's just not in engineering, it's worldwide, to be honest. I've travelled around the world and I can see, but it varies. I was surprised to come from Jordan to Australia, which when you grow up in an undeveloped country and you migrate to a developed country, you think it's going to be perfect. This is the ideal world. Everything is perfect. Well, far from it. There's a lot of work to do here in Australia, just as much, if not more, than the work needed to be done in Jordan for that matter. So, I have worked in Jordan in the army, so I had an army rank. Could it be that the respect and the all what I had seen in my workforce in Jordan was because the respect was to the ranking rather than to me as a female? I can't answer that. I have not worked in any other setting in Jordan but I have worked in Australia and I can see its struggle it's a big time struggle is it because I'm a female with a different culture would it be different if I was purely anglo-saxon Australian I do not know I cannot answer. are you
0: saying it's about your personal experience or the experience of many women who are trying to be engineers in Australia
1: if you look at the biomedical engineering in our faculty at the University of Sydney we have a healthy number of females which we are very very proud of so we have around 55 percent which is very very good to have and the University of Sydney or the Faculty of Engineering is doing great in trying to attract that many but go to the workforce things start to change and it changed drastically once you climb up the ladder the more prominence you have the more pushback you see that's my experience
0: what would you like to see happen
1: change and I'm hoping that with the Academy of Science and all the academies that I belong to in Australia that together we can change and it's no point sitting back and pretend there's no problem if we do that nothing will change but we all work together to change it it will change
0: otherwise you waste the talent that exists to be discovered
1: exactly and you need to have females and males working together to achieve the impossible no male on their own no females on their own thank you No problem. Thank you very much.
0: Fellow of the Academy of Science, the Australian Academy, Hala Drekart, Professor
1: of Biomedical Engineering at the University of Sydney.